Hello and welcome to the Taylor and Me Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Taylor, and today we're going to be interviewing someone who is the CEO and co-founder of Whaley Media Enterprise. Give it up for Liddell Whaley. Liddell, it is amazing to have you on the Taylor and Me Podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing all right today. Thank you for having me. All right. Anytime, anytime. So, like, you know, tell us a bit more about yourself, even though I literally just mentioned one thing about you. Well, I am Liddell Whaley. I am the CEO and co-founder of Whaley Media Enterprise. I am a graphic and instructional designer. I create um, graphics for my clients, but I also specialize in making online learning environments, which are your training and learning programs um, for individuals who want to do course creation or businesses or corporations who are looking to create employee programs for learning. Hmm. All right. That sounds very interesting. And how long have you been doing this for? I have been in design for over 25 years. So I've transitioned from just doing graphic design and teaching graphic design to instructional design and now doing instructional design on a full-time basis. All right. All right. Wow. That is great. Like 25 years. Yes. Uh, well, okay. So like, I got, I got to ask you, what made you want to like, you know, take up this um, career field, like, you know, for 25 years plus. So I literally have always been a creative person from childhood and my mother's side hustle back in the day was actually graphic design. It was the old school version where computers weren't really used as much. So everything was typed up on a, a typewriter and hand laid out on graphic graphic paper and then printed to the paper or however it was done. So that's what got me started was that seed that was planted a long time ago and just really loving the creative space. And over the years, I've always maintained some type of employment that allows me to keep um, growing that creative skill and always just putting forth the effort to grow with it. Mm. All right. Wow. Ever since the typewriter, have you ever used a typewriter before? I did. I did. When My mom actually passed when I was in a freshman in high school and I inherited her typewriter and her computer. Mm. So, All yes. right. Do you, do you still use that typewriter? No, I don't. No, okay. I don't. It's just, it's just there as a memory now? Yeah, it's just a memory now. Oh, okay. Cool. All right, cool. So, like, um, uh, so I, I gotta, I gotta ask this, like, you know, so before, like, you know, you decided to do, to do all of this, like, you know, has there been a point in your life where you saw yourself doing anything else, like, from a kid to a teenager, et cetera, like, before you, like, because you said, like, ever since you were a kid, you were a very creative person, and uh, so, like, you know, have you, have you ever, like, seen yourself, like, ever saw yourself wanting to, like, make films or, like, you know, um, write a book or anything like that? Well, it's funny you say that because my very first job, well, I should say my internship for my first degree, which was a gra- associates in graphic design, was at a TV station. And, you know, after I finished my internship, I took a job as a graphic designer. Um, it was just like at a, a warehouse where they made patterns and stuff and sold quilting materials and it was just a copy and paste type situation and I was miserable but I was a graphic designer so I was holding still to that until one day the tv station called and said the guy who I did my internship he took a job at Adobe and was leaving and he recommended me for the position and so I became 
the graphic designer at the TV station. And I was there for six years. And I thought that was going to be it. Like I was going to be in TV. I was going to work, do the news, do, and I got into commercial production. So I learned the entire production process as a graphic designer and became an editor in the process as well. And I thought that was it for a very long time, for about six years. Till I realized, for until I realized, like, wait a minute, you know, at that time I was had gotten married, had started having children. I was like, eh, um, this might not be where I want to be. And so I actually went back to school and got my bachelor's degree at that point. And then I started to explore other options in the graphic design world. Mm. All right. So like pretty much after you had kids, like, you know, you realize that's not where you wanted to be. In TV. In in TV. Oh, in TV. That's not where you wanted to be. Like, so like, but like, so like, before the kids, you thought like that was just it, but then like when you had kids, it's like you realized that you didn't want to do that. Was it was it simply to like was it because you wanted to spend more time with the kids? Yeah, I did not want to miss so much of my children's life because they were small at the time, and I had two boys, and I did not want to miss out on opportunities because at the time I was working um, a lot of hours at the TV station and. I would miss out on things and I didn't want to do that. And so I decided I needed to go a different route when it came to the creative field. Mm. Okay. So like, and um, the graphic design ensured that like, you know, you were able to like, you know, do that and also spend time with the kids too. Oh yeah. Once I got out of it from there, I went, once I finished my, um, once I left the TV station, I went over, like I said, I went to school and I literally just worked for, a while at the school I I because I was still young at the time so I took on like a, a job at the school in the office I wrote my own program which was called a um, IDVP and in, uh, interdisciplinary studies so I was writing with my counselor why I should take the courses and took all these courses and I focused on design and business and um, in the process of doing that my instructor or my counselor said she was a t- instructor there as well and she needed help building her courses and she needed her courses to look great. So I learned how to build her course in, um, in um, Blackboard. And that's how I got introduced to teaching as well as doing instructional design work. Didn't know that's what I was doing, but I was doing it. And so after I graduated, I started teaching graphic design at ITT Technical Institute. I don't know if anyone remembers that, but or if you remember that, but ITT. Uh, oh, oh wait, hold it. Can you repeat the name again? ITT Technical Institute. I've heard they of were. Te- I probably they, haven't heard of ITT, but I've heard of a technical institute. Yeah, ITT. They just shut down all over the world in 2015, but um, they were around for a while, and it was just a a school that. They had graphic design, criminal justice, some IT classes. So there were some major, you know, things that people were coming there for. But I started teaching graphic design there and um, just started part time and began to teach more and more and was still kind of working in office. I worked at an agency and a couple other places as a graphic designer along the way until I decided to teach full time. And I also begin to teach at a couple other local schools back in Ohio. 
Mm-hmm. So I kind of transitioned along the way, but I learned early in my career that wherever I was, learn whatever skills I could learn in that field so that I had more to offer when it, it came to my own personal skills. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's very, that's very interesting to hear. Like, you know, and, um, I got another question for you. Like, I, I would really like to know about your, uh, company though. Uh, yeah. Like tell, tell me a bit more about that. Cause I don't think we really talked about that as much. So my company, what happened was I didn't, I did a lot of, uh, freelance jobs over the years. And in 2019, I was working at a um, government agency and they laid me off. I was an instructional designer for gov- uh, for agency that did government contracts. When I did that, I decided I did not want to go back into someone else's office. Mm. I wanted to be remote. I wanted to be able to focus on my own if I did take another job, it would have to be something that would allow me to still function and do my my business. Um, so I met with a lady and she started getting me independent contracts. And in the midst of doing that, I learned that as a freelancer, you get some things. But as a actual LLC, the door kind of opens a little wider to the contracts that you can get. And so I started, I got my LLC finally, and um, I started getting contracts that allowed me to work with um, schools like Strayer and Capella Universities and their parent company, um, SEI Studios. Um, And I've also worked with a couple smaller schools out in California doing work for them. So it, it really opened a door. And I think one of the things that really helped my business was becoming, um, I, I decided to start becoming affiliates with some of the software that I used. And one of those was Thinkific. It's an LMS system that a lot of uh, independent course creators use. And becoming a design partner for them, I was able to get on fi- uh, Fiverr as one of their preferred people. And that has actually opened the door to some of my bigger clients as well. Because now people come there looking for someone like me to help create their training platform. Hmm. Wow. Like now that's that's very that's that's a very interesting like, you know, story. And it's like so this all this all pretty much started because like, you know, you just didn't wanna, you know, have to like, you know, rely on someone let rely on someone else for a job and for you to get a paycheck and um also because you didn't want to work for anybody else. It, yes. that, right? Yes. Now I still have a full-time job that um, I do, but um, that was only because right now I'm still, my, my business is still growing mm. and I wanted to have that stability until I can walk away from them or make them my client. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That, yeah, that's a, that's a smart, that's a smart move too. Cause it's like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Um, I have this one, I have this one job in this, like, because I, I'm I'm tw- I'm 20, I had this one job, and it's like I immediately realized that's not what I wanted to do to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, for one, for one, it was make. For one, I, I'm not gonna lie, the environment itself, it wasn't. It no, the the environment itself, the work environment itself was just sad because it's like uh, I'm not gonna lie. At the time, 
night at the time I was like nineteen. Uh-huh. Well, eighteen turning eighteen. I think eighteen turning nineteen and it's like you know, it's like I, I just seen people who are older than me and it's like they were they were either like coming out of like a, a rehab or it's like, you know, they were just they just had to like do this because they had nothing else going on. It's like I saw them walking with limps and it's like I'm not gonna yeah. Huh, what happened? No, I was saying I was agreeing. I was yes. Yeah, and it's like I I I I, gen, I genuinely felt bad for them because it's like I'm like, yikes! Yikes! It's like, bro. It's like I'm not gonna lie. Some of these people, I I know, I, like I've heard of like why some of these people, like you know, had to like do the job they were doing, like you know, maintenance outside. Because I'm not gonna lie, we were outside doing hard doing hard work, cleaning up trash. And I'm not gonna lie, at at one point, like you know, I was starting to limp, and it's like, so I took I took I kept taking like days off because it's like, bro, my feet were hurt, my feet were hurting, and it's like. You know, it's like I saw them walking with limps and I'm like, okay, you know, it's like this is not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. You know, it's like I was under the impression, I was under the impression that I was going to be inside, by the way, but like I was outside. So it's like, that's how they get you. (laughs) You said that's how they get you? That's how they get you in these jobs. They tell you one thing and it's another when you get there. That actually happened to me um, in my very first job as a graphic designer. They hired me as the lead designer, but the lady who was also there, she um, was not happy because she had been there longer, but she didn't have a degree in it. She just learned how to do it. But because um, because they didn't want to lose her, they just kind of did the switch and didn't tell me. And so she became the lead and I became the fill, the, the second, but... I wasn't there, but maybe a month because the TV station called me. But jobs will do that. They will tell you one thing and literally change it up if you're not careful. Yeah, pretty much. And it's like, I'll be honest, I really thought I was going to be in a building. It was, I was going to be in like, you know, a building, but it's like, well, I mean, okay, I was in a building, but it's like, it's just a check in and check out and like, you know, eat my lunch there. Cause it's like, I don't know. I had like a, I had like a, a 30 minute, I had a 30 minute lunch. So it's like, I fit, there was no point in me hanging out in a restaurant. And it's like, I don't know. It's just, okay. It's just, it was, uh, personally, I'll be honest. The only thing that was good about me working outside was the fact that I was in Times Square because, uh-huh. you know, Times Square is a very interesting place. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a, it's a very, it's a very weird place too. It's like, you know, there was this, I, I'll be honest. There were so many things that I didn't know about. Like, you know, there was this one guy who calls himself the naked cowboy. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, he, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not, I mean, he just wears a, he's not, ri- he's not literally, okay, he's half naked, but it, like, that's besides the point, you know, that's, that's why he calls himself <laughs> that. I, I didn't, I didn't know he, that was a thing in Times Square. I was like, okay. Um, there was what? some, there's, there's some other things too, but it's like, you know, Times Square was just like, you know, a great place to work at. It's just that I didn't like being outside. That's about it. I'm not an outside person. Right. You want to go outside for leisure, not for work. <laughs> no, no, no. I could no, I want no, I could have applied for work. I mean, you know, you have to do what you gotta do, but it's like, you know, I just I just simply didn't like the being outside portion because it's like, you know, I you know, it was cold outside. That's, oh yeah. Yeah, it was cold outside. That was about it. Like, you know, I just didn't want to be outside because it was cold. And plus, yeah, I'm an inside person too. So, you know, that, but it is, but it is what it is. I don't, I didn't mind doing, I didn't mind doing what I had to do for work, Uh huh. you know, but it's just, yeah, outside. You know, you know, something I always 
tell myself and my I tell my boys this when you do what you like and you love I shouldn't say like when you do what you love it doesn't become work it's your career and you don't mind doing it but when you um are just doing it because you have to do it it's work yeah pretty much and um yeah they live they repeat that because you know if you if you feel like you have it then that's just work if you want to go do it then you're working on your career your dream and you're doing something that you enjoy yeah i'm uh, yeah that's true i mean and i want and i realized quickly that it's like i didn't want to do that i didn't want to do this um you know for like you know work i didn't want to have to do it because i want to have to do it i mean i would do it because i have to do it but it's like for the most part i didn't want to do it and i'm not gonna lie there were days where it's like i would just stay home and it's like you know i i just didn't feel like getting up because i was like uh <laughs> i hate because i just hated it that much yeah and it took months but eventually they let me go it was only it was a six-month program and i stayed there for like five months you know so but you almost made it to the end yeah, but I, I, I would be lying if I said I was sad. I was actually pretty happy when they let me go. <laughs> yeah, and it's like because it's like I'll be honest, I didn't want to quit. I didn't want to quit because it was I was making good I was making decent money. I was making twenty dollars an hour. Uh-huh. You know. I would have made more if I went every single day, but it's like I didn't I just didn't want to. Yeah. And, it's hard when you don't want to go. Yeah, exactly. But um yeah, I mean but I do, but I have realized something from, I have learned something from last year. It's like, you know, you should do, you should do something, you should do something that is required regardless, regardless of how you feel. So like, you know, I'm, I'm going to uh, implement that to the next job I get, you know, even if I, even if I like it or not, I'll just, I'll just call out. Like, you know, pretty much if I, if I have some, if I have to do something, I'll just call out pretty much. Mm-hmm. That's how, that's how they got me. You know, I didn't, I didn't call out. You know, gotcha. Yeah, but um, but also I didn't really have the number to call out, so I mean, you know, it's like, yeah, but I, you know, I could have asked for it. Mental health and wellness is very important. A lot of employers these days, and so, um, when it comes to that, and you know that you need that time and space, now it's easier to go in and say, "Hey, I need the time," and they'll they'll um give you that time. Mm. realize how much how important that was until just recently you know no but i'm yeah i mean that's true i mean they will they will give you leisure like you know um you know if it comes to mental health but um here's the thing it wasn't even it wasn't even that for me i just didn't i just really didn't like the job and you know it's like yeah i get it i've been there too but all, but also I just didn't like I just didn't like the I just didn't like my supervisors too. That's about it. That's also about it, you know. But I'll be honest, I tried my best to not talk to them, you know, unless they were telling me what to do. Cause like I'll be honest, my attitude there I was just simp- I was just saying, bro, I just want to do my job, go home, and then go home. Like I don't want to talk to anybody. Maybe I'll occasionally talk to like the other workers, but it's like for the most part, I just wanted to do my work take my break, watch my videos and like, you know, get back to work, you know, maybe the last couple of hours stand around and do nothing, you know, or just let people like put the garbage in the trash cans. But other than that, like, look, I was doing something. I would occasionally, yeah, I was, you know, I would just walk around for a bit. So like, you know, they can, I can look like I'm working, you know, 
or you know just work you know pretty much right. then you know then like yeah that's about it so but you were like, checked out you were checked huh? out out literally <laughs> <laughs> like the you mean the last quarters of work yeah yeah, like, yeah. you were just there just just there it wasn't no no fulfillment in what you were doing at that point yeah, pretty much i was just there at that point i mean yeah you know in the morning yeah i do i do i you know do the work unless it's raining then i don't do anything because it's like there's no way i'm gonna be i'm gonna be in the rain getting wet cleaning up trash because they don't even come out and check anyway so it's like in the rain so it's like i i would i would especially not do anything in the rain i wouldn't even show i probably wouldn't even show up to work in the rain because it's like bro it's raining i mean i know i can get a free payday but it's like damn i i just had no fulfillment pretty much doing that doing that work yeah i i I would still do maintenance, but it's like, you know, it would have to, it would have to be inside or something, but you know, it's like, for the most part, I really had, I had zero fulfillment so, doing the work. So in going through that, did you find where you wanted to be? Did it at least help you begin to see areas where you wanted to be and, you know, areas where you didn't want to be? Yes. I mean, it seen it helped me. It helped me see areas where I didn't want to be, and I, you know, the area and the areas I don't want to be in. Like, you know, if it's like, pretty much like I, I'm just gonna say this: if it's like, if I have to like, you know, do hard, hard labor, in uh-huh. like if for like the rest of my life, like pretty much until I grow old and just, just die, that's a that's a very depressing thought yeah you know and it's like and it's like i don't i i want to and i want to enjoy what i'm doing to a degree even if i don't feel like doing it on some days i would still want to like you know look right. for, look forward to doing it because it's like i'm not gonna lie i could it i do i do enjoy some things but it's like you know sometimes i just don't feel like doing it you know but it's the fact that like you know i can do that that makes me that makes me not mind doing it on some days where it's like I don't feel like doing it. Like for instance, this this podcast is like sometimes I really don't feel like doing it, but it's like you know I enjoy it. Where it's like you know I I don't mind getting up and doing it. Right, right. I I I completely get it. I actually recorded my podcast yesterday, and it was just one of those days. A lot going on, but at the end of my day, it's like I'm tired. And I really need to get over to the gym. But before I go, I'm definitely going to do this because I have a schedule. And this is something that I enjoy and I want to do it. And and that's where you, you kind of want to be is, like you said, even when you, you'll still get it done because you don't mind doing it. It's when you just completely don't want to do it, don't want to be bothered that then you start to have that, that, um, disregard for what needs to be done and you just kind of let it go yeah pretty yeah pretty much and it's like yeah uh you you would definitely have that disregard for like you know what what needs to be done but like you know you just don't want to do it because you just really don't like don't it want to do it <laughs> right yeah, pretty, pretty much and like that's just that's just me with uh like you know the job i was at before it's like i just didn't want to do it i there were days where it's, it's like i said before there were days where it's like i would just stay home and it's like you know, it's like, I, I don't know. It's like, all I know is like, you know, my, 
my mom just told me like just don't do that next uh, at my next job i'm like okay yeah I, I just won't do that at my next job you know i'll I'll call i'll be honest you can't even call you can't call out multiple times because like i think regardless they would fire you you know yeah. even if, if you even even if you call out and i completely get it you know you yeah. need you need people who are reliable and it's like you know i wasn't reliable and you know i also started thinking it's like look I don't really want to work at a job where it's like, you know, if I call out once, they'll probably immediately find my replacement. Right. You know? Right. And, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that, that, that's, that's just pretty much what I'm thinking right now. And it's like, I just don't want to do hard labor at like, you know, when I'm old, older, pretty much. I can do it when I, I can do it right now. Obviously I can do it right now, but it's like, you know, cause I'm young, but it's like, I wouldn't want to do that when I'm older. Your, this is something I told my son and he's, he's 20 as well. Um, and I told him right now, jobs that you get may just be something that's temporary because like for him, he is in, in school and he's an athlete. So he can't hold a full nine to five, 40 hour a week job comfortably because he has to have time for training. And then when the season's in, he doesn't have time to to work a full-time job. And so whatever you get may only be a temporary solution for the time being, but in that it helps you see where you want to be when you're ready for that full-time job. So taking on that that role that you didn't like doing the trash helps you see that okay, outside hard labor, that's not my area. And so when you go to to actually get to that full-time, lifetime position, well, I shouldn't say lifetime because it may not be a lifetime, but that full-time position, you can be more selective of where you apply and what you apply for because now you know if they tell you you're going to be outside for so many hours a day and it's this much lifting and, and, and things that you have to do, you can say, that's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm not going to lie. I would have been fine with being outside, too, if there was actually places I could go to to relax. And yeah, I'm not going to lie. My supervisors also didn't trust me for some reason, even though I wouldn't do anything. So it's like, you know, they they kind of tra- they kind of tracked my number. They kind of mm-hmm. used something to track. Yeah, pretty much to track my number. So it's like, you know. Like one time I was using the bathroom and like, you know, my like one of my supervisors called me like, Eric, where are you? And I'm like, um yeah i said i was inside i was i didn't i wasn't being specific i said i was inside you know i was using the i was using the bathroom because like you know i thought i wasn't able to use the bathroom where they were at so it's like i went to another building you know that's kind of connected to the same that's connected to the same company but it's like i can you know Uh know. yeah then he hung up checked and he's like you're near the building oh yeah you know it's like but how did you even know that okay you know you don't trust me that much (laughs) <laughs> Cause I, I used to I used to hang I used to hang out in the park too like you know just, uh, I, I I just sat there too just, like at the end of the day pretty much and it's like gotcha. yeah and at that point at like you know I was like bro if you can do that I'm just not gonna go to the park because like bro if you you know yeah I'll just you know I, I can't always let just lie and say I'm at the bathroom because I'm just sometimes I, I just be sitting at that park doing nothing <laughs> just right. Um, on my phone. <laughs> That's how they uh, get there. Yeah, and it's like I'm not gonna lie. I, I even if I was if I'm outside again, I I would want to work in a park, like one spot. 
you know, because it's like, you know, at least I, I would know exactly where, I, where I'm going or, and what I'll be doing for the rest of the day for the most part. But um, I got I got like, you know, two I got two more questions for you after this. OK. All right. All right. So, um, OK, the first. OK. The, so the first question is like, you know, if you could take back any mistake in your life, what would it be and why? Oh, that's a good one. If I could take back any mistake in my life and why, I think I would say the the biggest mistake I made was not truly um, giving my all sometimes, being more afraid to step out and do things, um, not jumping in. So for, for instance, you know, there were several times that I could have taken a larger role, but I was afraid that I wouldn't, wouldn't be able to do it. And so I took a back seat Mm. and, and now I see, you know, I I can't complain to where I am now because everything helps you for a reason, but you know, I look at some of the people that are maybe in the limelight, as you can say, and it's like, hey, I have those skills. I I have that, but I'm not there. And it's, you know, because I did not just step out, take that chance. I could have been much further along if I would have just taken the chance and, and trusted the process. So yeah. that's why I always tell everyone process. You know, the sooner you trust it, the quicker you'll get to where you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, you know, I, I 100% agree with you. Because, like, you know, there were times where it's like, there were tons of times where it's like, you know, I, you know, didn't really, you know, trust the process. And, like, you know, I missed a bunch of opportunities, whether that be, like, you know, something that would change my life for the better. Or whether that, like, you know, was um in school, in school like, middle, middle school or high school, like, you know, talking to that one one person that I liked. You know, I I just didn't trust the process because, like, you know, I was I was pretty much afraid of what could have been, mm-hmm. but, I was, but I wasn't really sure what would, but I wasn't like you know thinking of what would be, what would have been, you know. Yes. So so I was like, you know, um, yeah, but like you know the the whole this whole school the whole school thing wasn't really, the um you know the whole middle school thing wasn't really a regret because like you know, middle school you know still don't know you kind of still don't really know what you are or who you are so it's you know so I'm not I don't. I don't, I don't regret that, but it's like, you know, it's just, you know, other things that like, you know, I didn't take a chance on, like, you know, regarding like life, uh-huh. you know, I, I, I would just say I, I would regret. So it's like, yeah, you know, you just have to, you pretty much just have to take that chance. Like, you know, you either get a yes or no, or just, you know, you just have to take a, you just have to take like, you know, you have to bet on yourself is what I'm trying to say. Definitely. You definitely do. And in betting on yourself, you, you sometimes have to just do it. Like you can't think about it. You can't um, listen to what other people say because sometimes people will say things because one, they don't understand or they really don't know. They're just looking at you. And, and this is what I had to learn. Sometimes people say things that are hurtful because they see you as a threat. And when I... I begin to just shut people out and not think about what or not necessarily what they would say, but their responses to me. And, you know, if I put something out there or suggest um, talk about what I'm doing, 
then, you know, you get the people who kind of brush you off. That would affect me because I'm like, you know, I'm good. You know, I'm winning awards, you know, especially in school and my younger years. Like, you're not making a, a, I'm making ground here. But then when people kind of brush you off, it's kind of jolting. Um, But now, um, in December of 2022, I my first graphic design online course. And so it's in production right now with the production company out in California. And while I was, one of the gentlemen said to me, my director actually said to me, um, he said, um, I want to connect you with my mother. She also does the same thing. She's a graphic designer and she works for, um, she's done work with um, LinkedIn and Adobe. And he said, you would you would have a really good connection. And so I said, you know, that's really great to have, you know, connections with someone else who's on another platform doing this, you know? And I said, you know, I want to, I want to get to that level. And he stopped me and he said, you are an expert. And, and while I was there recording, they kept referring to me like that. And I had to let that sink in. I have 25 years of experience. I am an expert. And so it's sometimes that because you you have to recognize it first before people will accept it. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you have 25 years of experience. I mean, you are considered an expert, like, you know, in my, in, in my opinion and, like, in you know, other people's eyes. So, like, how, how long did it take you to, like, realize that? Like, after 25 years, did you realize that? Um, I would say over the last... Since 2020, it's really starting to sink in. Ah, okay. Got you, got you. It's really starting to sink in because, you know, like I said, at 2019, you know, I was still working for someone until they laid me off. Matter of fact, April 30th of 2020, um, 2019 was when they laid me off, my last day. And when that happened, um, I literally... Where it's like, and, and here was the crazy thing. There were, they didn't lay off some people or they, it gave new contracts to people that were getting paid more than me that had experience and less knowledge. And these people, they were still doing the same job, but there are different levels to instructional designers. There are people who do it and they can just take what you've written, copy, paste it and make it look pretty. But there are people like me who can take the content that you had reformulate it put it to a a delivery that will give you some interaction um a better way of seeing it a clear picture of what the context is it's not just a copy and paste type situation because i don't just make the content i develop environments and when i realized that i began to see okay this is this is where i stand out and that's where I begin to see I'm more of an expert than I'm giving myself credit for. Mm, exactly. Exactly. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, I, I definitely couldn't agree with you more. Like, you know, <laughs> it's not not really much I can say. I just uh, like cold heartedly agree. But, um, yeah, OK, my last question is what or who inspired you to move forward with your current profession and why? Sit. Oh, OK. What or who? inspired you to move forward with your current profession and why? I will say that it it's kind of been a combination of people. Mm. Um, one was my mother who side hustle 
was graphic design at the time. Didn't know that. I just knew my mother made the bulletins for the church and she made conference programs for people. Her partner was a printer back home. So that was where that seed started. And um, from there, I just kept going. Um, So like during my high school years, when I was taking art classes and things like that, even when I got through to my first couple years of college, my, my Nana and my grandmother were both pushers. They were the ones who kept all my kid projects. But then when I got to the, the college level, even high school level, and I would do art shows, they would keep these things. So to this day, even though they're both gone, they're, there's still artwork of mine that are within the family because they held on to those things because they believed in it. Even when I was just discovering just the whole art thing, because back when I started graphic design courses, you didn't just jump right into the computer first day. You actually had to take the first half of the all like drawing by hand. Like it was all color theory where you, all your colors and 3d where we didn't just make a 3d model on the computer transformed items objects tangible things into 3d objects so that that right there just having that background just the belief that i could do it back then helped me keep going and i would say pushers for me are some of my closest family and friends because they're cheerleaders for me even when I don't think it's great they're pushing it my my baby boy who is 20 he literally called me the other day and he said he went out to dinner with his friend and they started talking about business and different things and he ends up spending a good portion of his night talking about his mom and her business and what she does to the point where that person wants to meet with me for business. Mm. Wow. And my oldest son who um, wants to really get into marketing and he is learning all of that because he wants to take and use me as his launching pad to get into it where he wants to be in the business. So having that support, you know, and, and my husband, he's the first person when, and it's funny but it's not fun. Comes to him and they bring a flyer or something, or they mention they need a flyer. He instantly tells them about the business. But then he'll, you know, if it's a family friend, he'll say you have to put in for a consultation. He he take on those consultations. But those are my pushers. Those are the ones pushing me to keep going, even when I get frustrated. Because I have those days where it's like, you know what? Um, today's not that day. But they'll push me and say, you can do it. It's okay. Just keep going. So. Those are the people who I believe have been my biggest pushers. Mm. Well, those are some amazing people by your side. And, you know, I'm happy to, like, you know, they've pushed you to, like, you know, be the best version of yourself, like, you know, um, you know, uh, professionally and, like, just um, generally, you know, as a person. Like, you know, I'm really happy. I'm really happy about that. And, Thank uh, you. And anytime, like, you know, with that being said, like, you know, that was it for today's podcast. Um, uh. Liddell, I really appreciate you for coming on and talking to me. Um, and just, yeah, just generally taking the time out of your day to talk to me about, like, you know, what you do and why you do it and um, a lot of other things, too. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Anytime, anytime. Like, you know, this was an amazing talk. Like, you know, I really, you know, <laughs> yes. I really enjoyed myself.
Yes, I have enjoyed myself as well. And um, I just appreciate you inviting me on to talk with you. And I wish you all the best as well as you uh, set out to follow your dream and keep pushing forward. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll make sure to keep pushing forward. I'm going to keep the consistency. I'm going to keep the consistency up like, you know, all year. And, um, you know, I, I don't re- I don't plan on like stop. I don't really plan on stopping. And um, yeah, I'm just going to keep keep saying my prayers and um yeah like i'm just gonna keep the consistency up and uh try and you know stay positive about it all because you know i, I... Definitely. oh what happened i said definitely definitely yeah because at the end of the day like you know a negative mindset is not really gonna help you and um yeah it took a while for me to realize that but it's true a negative mindset is not gonna help you and um yeah you just gotta keep pushing forward pushing forward no matter how you feel about it like the point is, like, you know, I enjoy doing this, and it's like, yeah, I don't, that's why I'm not stopping, because I, I enjoy doing this, even on days where I don't, and I don't want to do it, but it's like, I enjoy doing it, and, um, yeah. and, and let me add to what you just said, Ford, um, everything that you do, use it as a lesson, so if it turns out bad, what happened that you need to correct in order to keep moving forward. If it was a positive thing, what do you need to keep doing to make it work, um, to continue to make it better? When I started doing that with my business, I started to see things really turn around. And and even when it doesn't seem like the contract, sure, they do in that I for the abundance of clients. In how do I operate to keep things going? So do just keep pushing forward, like I said, but use everything as a lesson, and you'll be you'll be surprised at how well that works in your favor. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely make sure to keep that in mind. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna use like you know what I know and what I've learned in like as a lesson. Like, yeah, I'll make sure to keep that in mind. Like, you know, I really appreciate the advice, and um, yeah, like, yeah, I really appreciate it. You know. Oh, you're uh, well. Oh, and yeah. Thank you. But um, yeah. Like um, I hope you have a great rest of your day, and um, definitely talk again sooner than later. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Of course. All right. You have a good rest right. of your day. Stay you safe. too. Yes. You too. Bye. Bye.